starting the recording, starting the stream to the stream. Here, and let me close the closet door real quick. Sorry. Okay. I didn't realize that was on. It was open. Yeah, you're moving around like I'm moving around. Yeah, it, it's that lower tailbone, oh. the lower part of my tailbone. So okay. it's like gingerly sitting up and down. That's all. Okay, here okay. we go. By the way, that all was bonus for you people watching on YouTube. Oh, the the YouTube people that may or may not be watching, I guess. <laughs> so we start the recording, and that's what goes on YouTube, not the oh, uh, okay. live stream. So gotcha. Did not know that. Going live. And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land. And hi, Rich. Welcome to you. Hey, Mike. Yeah, and uh, even though we were kind of talking and welcome also to the folks uh, catching the YouTube video um, as well. Yeah. So, Mike, um, how was your week? How are you feeling? Uh, it's It's been a busy week this week. And I, Rich, I am sore. Uh, yeah. Th- this morning, uh, so yet last night we got the call that our quarter cow was was ready to be picked up, and so I went and picked it up by myself, which meant the, slinging around two hundred pounds worth of meat, uh, getting it into into the car by myself, and then carrying it into the basement to load it up. That is a workout, I tell you what. And you're feeling it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think out of out of shape and in shape, I, I think you probably would have felt it either way. Um, I'm sore as well. Um, just took one wrong, one wrong step trying to, uh, starting to leave in the morning, going down the stairs to get to the, the landing and took a little bit of a tumble down two, three stairs and, uh, yeah, messed up my tailbone and, you know, uh, at my age, you, you just don't, you don't recover as quickly as, as you used to. We're getting old, Rich. We are, we are, but you know, if we're, I'm hanging in there, Good. taking the Advil, putting some uh, biofreeze on the area and just waiting for stuff to go back to normal. And that's all you can do at this point. Yep. Yep. Hot tubs. All right, Mike. Hot tubs. Yeah, hot tub. I don't have or that. Or saunas. I hear you may or may not be getting a chance to do that. Oh yeah. We're going up to Minneapolis tomorrow, so I'll be jumping in a hot tub and enjoying that tomorrow night. I just, oh, I'm going to need it. Okay, so uh, Rich, we we actually have kind of a light but busy, like but full show. Like we're gonna talk uh, the the NFL is gonna be the majority of the sports we're talking about because there's that's really the biggest thing we're talking we have right now uh, for for news. So Rich, that's the top, that's the one topic I'll cover uh, in this preview, and we're gonna that's talk that, about the really singer. <laughs> singer, what that, else that, do we have? You have a couple other things on here. Yeah, well, we'll kind of talk a little bit about World Cup. This is this may or may not be the first and last time we talk about the World Cup until you. We're start talking the World Cup. The... Come on now, game we'll start. Try. Game start Sunday. So we got you. Got to. Have you picked your team? I I, I haven't. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't picked a team yet. Um, I'm, I'll try and watch some games. I, I really will. I'll try and watch some games. And um, it's gonna be on Fox. Yeah, some things on Fox. But, yeah, with Sling, I, I do also get FS1 with okay. your with yeah. Sharon Sling. 
Um, but also MLB, Pete Rose wrote, Pete Rose is getting back in the news, and the Jason Hayward era officially ended. Rich, all that week. more. But let's uh, let's roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, Rich, uh, so before we get into the NFL and all the other topics we're going to talk about today, basically two, um, let's <laughs> talk uh, our poll question. Yeah, so Mike, uh, we, we went uh, techno for this week's songs um, with Sandstorm and Kerrcraft 400. Yeah, they Kerr- songs that you probably wouldn't know by the name, but if you heard them, you'd know that song. Yeah. Or you'd be familiar with them. Yeah. And so it, I, I it, went with Kerncraft 400, Mike. I listened to it and. Uh... I um I listened to both of them. I recognized both of them and I went with Kerncraft 400. So All right, Mike, where did the people go? Uh we only had 4 votes this week. Okay. Sandstorm got 25% of the votes. Uh your father voted for it. Okay. And joining you and I was Bob Driscoll. Bob Driscoll with Kerncraft 400. All right, so the Kerncraft will move on once we decide to formulate the second round. Um, So, Mike, um, kind of the two songs I kind of paired up together is thinking that this is the song that would play when your team needs a rally going into the final like two minutes if we're fucking football maybe the bottom of the ninth for baseball and we're gonna go with we're not gonna take it or don't stop believing man so this one i think is actually a really easy one because the one i'm thinking of as soon as it comes on everybody at the top of their lungs is singing it yeah I, I think you could and, say... And the, yeah, in that that's... Uh, you would be correct. So, I'll try and get that pulled live probably sometime tomorrow. Okay. Uh, sometime tomorrow, because it's kind of late at night, as you can tell by the somber... Roll that intro. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm spent. But, we, oh, no. nah, we're, we got good. it for you. We got it for you. Okay, we're good. so, exciting right, like, things this week. We're going to start... We're going to head into the gridiron... And talk the NFL. So, Rich, as we talk the NFL this week, uh, let's look back at last week, uh, week 10, and week uh, Thursday night football for week 11. Week 10, I picked as my lock of the week the Eagles over the Commanders, and the Commanders pulled off the upset. They they sure <laughs> did. I was surprised by that game, but this yeah. just goes the show you may not want to pick a divisional game as a lock, yeah. even if it's a team, an undefeated team like the Eagles. Yep. Um, however, I, I think this could take some pressure off the Eagles. Oh, yeah. 
uh, as they roll <coughs> as they continue to roll on into the regular season. Yeah, so, I, I totally agree. Um, all right, Mike. Rich, um, I I did the Chiefs over the Jaguars, and the Chiefs won twenty-seven to seventeen. Uh, so, Mike, I'm seven two and one. You're six and four. Mike, how did the upset specials go? I picked the Vikings over the Bills, and in overtime, the Vikings pulled it off. Uh, you picked the Cardinals over the Rams, and you were correct. Rich, what are our records when it comes to our upset specials? Mike, we are both 5-5. Five and five. Getting back to the Vikings team, how crazy is that? That they got stuffed on almost within... Not even the red zone, but the five within five yards of the end zone. They got stuffed. No, no, they didn't stuffed. get five, was it two stuffed. yards. Was they, it within? Two it was yards? on the one yard line. Okay. It was on the half yard line. So when when the Bills have to come in and make their move, they do a quarterback sneak to get out of the end zone, and he fum- They miss. They miss the ball. They fumble it, giving. The Vikings a touchdown. We thought they were going to win. And then Josh Allen, who everybody thinks needs to have Tommy John surgery, marches his team down the field to get a field goal, tying the game and sending it in overtime. I really thought I needed to send some medical attention to my father-in-law to make sure he hadn't had a heart attack four different times in in five minutes. But yeah, it's just a crazy, crazy game. So hats off the Vikings going into Buffalo and getting that win and doing it in the way that getting the win like they did. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, the, the commentators of the game were saying, well, do you, do you take the safety, give them the two points and do the free kick and all right, force them to get in the field goal range. That is, I was talking. So, Regularly, I, I I call my dad up and we watch football games together just because it's fun, um, and he misses it that cuddling up on Sundays afternoons watching football together. So occasionally I'll call him up and we'll just watch games together. And uh, we were watching that game together and it was ridiculous. And I said, "You take the safety here. You run. You run out the back of the end zone." I mean, yes, you bring it within three so that the best they like, even if they get a field goal, they tie you. But you got to trust your defense. Ugh, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it just goes to show. I mean, even if they were hand, even if Buffalo had a good running game, had a like a prototypical big bruising running back on their roster, the handoff, the handoff still wouldn't have worked because no. of how Josh Allen mishandled the fumble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fumbled it was the ball. And it was more on the, it was on the exchange between yeah. the center and quarterback. Okay. But so anyway, that's the Browns. That was the upset specials. Mike, the, you were correct on the bears as the lions pulled out, pulled it off, getting Dan Quinn, not Dan Quinn, uh, Dan Campbell, Lions first road victory as coach as they won 31 to 30 Mike you're eight and two picking the Bears I'm six and four and the Bears are three and seven I'm eight and two picking against the Bears most weeks 
most weeks. Mike, how did Thursday night football go? Thursday night football, we both picked the Titans. They pulled it off, uh, bringing your record to six and five and mine to seven and four. That was yeah, over that the was Packers. 20, yeah, twenty-seven to seventeen, Titans. Yeah. So, Rich. Uh, before we give you our picks of the week, let's look at our power rankings. These power rankings, folks, first Rich and I give you our eye test, then we give you a breakdown of what the, we, we also have the ELO, which is a purely, um, it's a mathematical formula based on how whether or not you should have won if you did win how that affects anyway there's a bunch of math that goes on with that and then we take all both the eye tests and the elo smash them together and that's what gives us our power rankings rich this week who do you have at number one even though they lost their first game i'm keeping them at number one the philadelphia eagles I like that pick, but I am going to give it to a team that got their statement win. And I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, I I, I don't disagree with you too much on that one. For me, they, it, it comes down to the head-to-head matchup. The Eagles and Vikings played each other. The Eagles won that game. So that's why it, it's going to take two losses and probably the Vikings sticking with one loss until I'm able to swap those two from my perspective. I think that the Vikings, I, they, their signature, I mean, they have better, bigger signature wins. And so, I, you know, I got to go with that. Um, All right. So but I did have number, the Vikings at number two, though. At number two, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. The okay. power rankings have the Kansas City Chiefs at number one. The ELO has it. That can't be right. I gotta bring this up again. Uh, yeah, that got screwed up. Okay, we're not looking at that anymore. So maybe we'll just go with our power rankings instead of the ELO. I yeah, guess. we're going to go with the power rankings and not the ELO. Okay. And uh, who are one and two according to the power rankings, Mike? Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Minnesota Vikings. But that these okay. are all off because the ELO being off is going to screw up everything else. So, so we'll just go off of our rankings, yep. I guess. Yep. Uh, so, Mike, who do you have at number three then? Number three is where I have the Buffalo Bills. Well, Mike, uh, I had to go with the Kansas City Chiefs here. The Bills have three losses. The Chiefs only have two. Okay. And and I can understand that, but I have the Kansas City Chiefs at number four. Um, you know, so are these the four teams we're going to see in the, uh, in the, in the uh, championship games? I think so. Like I, I, I really do, but that there's there's a part of me that I'm I'm starting to come around with a lot of people talking about it, um. In bigger sports media, and that may might be the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, so that, where do you have that could them? Get in and that could get in and go on. So my number four is the Bills. Number five was the Ravens. Guess what? This is the first one we match on. Number okay. five is the Baltimore Ravens. 
Number six, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Um, who'd you put in your four spot? Oh, I I thought I said the uh, the the Chiefs. The Chiefs, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, so number six is where you put the Cowboys. Yep. Okay, I put the Dolphins here, and I have the Cowboys at seven. At seven, I have the New York City Jets. The New York Jets? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I put the New York Football Giants at number eight. Okay. Um, you followed, know, by, followed by the Seahawks at number nine. I have the Dolphins and then the Seahawks. And then my number 10, rounding out the top 10, the okay. New York football giants. All right. This is where I put the New York Jets. Okay. So we have the same teams within the top 10. Yeah. Um, By the way. Really are bad. So the, who would, if you, if I would have told you at the beginning of the, of the year that you would have Miami, both New York teams and Seattle in the top 10. How crazy! How much? How much would you try to get me institutionalized in a in a mental facility for that craziness? Um, well, probably not. But I mean, I, I I thought that the Dolphins could be this good. That there was a lot of potential there if if things went right, and they have gone right. But and, and they really have gone. But right. I'm saying I, all I, of those teams. But no. But but the Giants, the Seahawks, and the Jets. No, I did not think that they would be in the top ten this late in the year. And especially after after you had the Geno Smith uh, coming in and Russell Wilson leaving, nobody thought that the mm. Seahawks had any hope. And they're in the top ten. That is crazy. Okay. If the season ended today, they'd win the West. Yeah. Okay, Rich, we are going through our entire power rankings. So, folks, one thing that we that um, we always like to take time frames and look at them. Next week, we're going to be next to each other, and we might talk about it again. But our shows where we're not in our normal setups, we have a harder time talking about stuff. And so we're going to want to talk about all of the teams in the power ranking because we're at Thanksgiving. That's one of those big milestones in mm-hmm. the NFL. So let's let's get to it as we move on from number 10. At number 11, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. I put the Tennessee Titans here, Mike. That's not a bad spot for them as I have them at 12. 12, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Who do you have at 13, Rich? Uh, those Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, I have at 13 the sense, the, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, All right. At 14, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, 14, I went with the Superchargers. Okay. And at 15, I went with the New England Patriots. Uh, this is where I went with uh, the Buccaneers. Okay. Um, and then at 16? The, the Patriots. Okay, and 16 is where I have the L.A. Chargers. Folks, this is pretty common. This time of year, teams are starting to show you who they are. This is why we always look at this. This is why I think that this is a great time to kind of – this is when the the, the teams that are going to be something have stepped up. That's why I expect to see 
I expect the top ten are the only teams that are going to make the Super Bowl. One of those top ten, I don't think somebody outside of either of the top ten right now will make the Super Bowl. I'd have to disagree with you slightly, Mike. Okay, who out of the top ten do you think could make the Super Bowl? I, I would more like to talk about will would not make the Super Bowl. And it, for me, it'd be the the Jets and the Giants. I think. Okay, with... I agree, but I'm saying my what my statement is more about, and I'm not I'm not disagreeing with your statement. I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. I don't think probably the Cowboys make the Super Bowl this year. Even uh, I don't think Seattle makes the Super Bowl. I think probably out of the top, it's probably the top five are the only teams that really do have a good chance at making the Super Bowl this year, of what we've seen, but. I will almost I I will do we'll have to come up with a good bet. But I would do a bet that nobody in the, that's that anybody outside of the top ten will not make the Super Bowl this year. Well, nobody saw the Bengals going on their run that they went on last year. That's true. That's true. And, and, and the me, Titans I'd do also, well in, in playoff games, too. They do. And I, I'd also look out for the 49ers once they get, they're get starting to get everybody healthy. Yep. And they're still trying to adjust and see how how they can best use Christian McCaffrey on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. They could. So I would look out for the Niners. But I don't I don't know that they'll be able to, to mount a rally between what they have. And, I mean, they might win the West. They'll make the playoffs. I'm I'm sure they'll probably make the playoffs, but I don't know that they're gonna they're gonna have anything for either the Eagles or the the Vikings this year. I mean, those two teams, darn hard to beat. But all right, Mike. So keeping on moving on uh, on yep. list radio here. Um, who did you put in at number seventeen? Uh, seventeen is where I have the football team that resides in Washington. Um, I put Washington as well at 17. 18 is where I put the Green Bay Packers. This is where I have the Rams. Okay. Uh, at 19, I have the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I put the Dirty Birds, the Falcons, at number 19. At 20 is where I have the Dirty Birds. I, I went with the Rams at number 20. So we're okay. pretty close. Yep. Slightly different order. Um for me, I mean, the the Falcons are right up there as a in the South, the division that nobody really wants to win right now. And I, I think I had to move the Packers out of the twenties and into the low teens because they they pulled off an upset against the Cowboys and no, they uh, against the Cowboys. So I thought they lost against they, the Cowboys. No, they won against the Cowboys. Oh. It was in overtime, but they still pulled off the win. Okay. So that's what got me into, into the low teens. If I was accounting for their loss to the Titans, I think I'd still hold them at that position because the Titans are a little higher Yeah. Um, on the list, and I wasn't expecting them to win that game. Yeah. Uh, so at number 21, Mike, I put the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, 21 is where I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh, man. All right. <laughs> oh, 
goodness. There's a big, that's probably our biggest gap there, Mike. Yeah. That's our biggest, biggest gap. I, I mean, biggest mostly because I think the other teams between the, here and there are worse teams. They just, the Raiders have had, have been playing a tough schedule. And I think, I think by the end of the year, <clears throat> the Raiders end up with a better schedule than anybody that's below them at this point that I have okay. below them. All right. But, but I'm sorry, Mike, but the way I'm doing my power rankings right now, and I know I flipped the script and do it totally different. Um, as we get into the final three, four weeks. Yep. I, I got to look at what are you doing for me right now? And I have the Raiders much lower on my list. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. At 22, we'll there. I have the New Orleans Saints. I went with the Cleveland Browns. I have them at 23. 23 is where I have the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, I have them a bit lower, but that's okay. Uh, okay. 24, what do you have, Rich? Uh, the New Orleans Saints. I have the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. 25 I have, is where I have the Denver Broncos. Um, I put the Chicago Bears here at number 25. Rich, you are too hot on the Bears. Uh, I, I probably am, but it, 20... maybe it's the maybe it's the Justin Fields fever that's going that everybody's got right now, and uh, and he's put up some pretty good numbers on the fantasy side for me. Okay. Um, on some other leagues that we're not in together, um, some other leagues that I have him in, they're at least entertaining the watch right now. It, yeah. It's just, but where's the defense that was? keeping the offense in the game when the offense couldn't do anything. We traded him away. <laughs> Who do you have at 26, yeah, Rich? 26, I put the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, that's where I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. 27 um, is where I have the Indianapolis Colts. I went with the Panthers here. Uh, yeah, I think you're a little hotter on the Panthers than I am. Uh, I'm, I, it's more that I'm really down on the teams below them. At more than I'm hot on them. Eight is where I finally have the Chicago Bears. All right. 28, I went with the Denver Broncos. Okay. Uh, 29, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this is where I put the Lions. Rich, you're starting to make me worried about my, my me putting the Raiders at 21. Uh, at mm -hmm. 30... I finally put the Lions. Rich, I'm actually slightly surprised with you. But why is that? You, so in your own words, you just said, what have you done for me lately? What have the Lions okay. done this week? They 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 beat the Bears team. Okay. They on the and, road in the previous and week. And what's their record? Packers. Three wins. Okay. How many wins do the Bears have? The Bears have three wins. So a team. So looking at two teams that have the same record, the team that beat the other one, you put below. Yeah, yeah. I did. Except when we look at the top, you did the opposite. Yeah. By the way, the Vikings are on a or the the Lions are on winning streak. The Bears are on a losing streak. It's the Justin Fields fever right now. Yeah, you got it bad. The Bears are at least entertaining to watch. 
And the Lions, they, the Lions have lost a lot of close games where the Bears have gotten a lot of their points in catch-up time. Ooh. So maybe maybe those feelings will be reflected in my rankings next week. Okay. Depending on how on how the Bears Falcons game goes. Yeah. So this week, uh I have the Lions at thirty. I actually have the Lions below the Bears still. But if if the Lion if the Lions win another game, there's no doubt they're gonna be well ahead of the Bears. Um so who do you have at thirty? Uh, this is where you put the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. 31, Rich. Who you got there? Uh, the biggest Raiders. Wow. Um, I, I can respect the comments of saying, well, they, they've had a tough schedule because when you make the playoffs the, pre, the, the previous year, you tend to have a harder schedule the next year. Yep. But they're – and they have lost some close games. Yep. But it's – it's the fact that they have it, only it, won two. I get it. It's the fact that they've only won two. And oh. the two teams they've beaten, the Broncos, who I have in the bottom five, and the Texans, who I have at the very bottom of the list. Um, so, so when your two wins are against bad teams, it's hard for me to say that you need that your two wins and a lot of close losses are better than some other team's three wins. Okay. I, I can respect that. Uh, 31 is where I have the cure. <clears throat> the Carolina Panthers. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my prediction they're going to make the playoffs is all but over. And at 32, the Houston Texans. Is there anything to say about the Texans? No. No, there isn't. Okay. Hopefully so let's... they get some good graphics this year. Hopefully they, they do well drafting. Yeah. Let's move on to week 11. Rich, it's an odd week. You get to it pick is. first on the lock of the week. Who are you picking? Well, Mike, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers over the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals, love... are, yep, the Cardinals are going to be playing their backup quarterback still. <laughs> and the Niners mm. seem to be taking slowly getting healthy and getting figuring things out with uh, with McCaffrey getting McCaffrey in the fold. So yep. I, I'm going to go with the Niners. And I think that's a good pick. I think the Niners are going to get hot here. Uh, look for them to make a playoff run. I think they will make a playoff run. I don't think they end up in the Super Bowl. Um, I am going to take the Ravens over the Panthers. The Panthers team just looks terrible. So I'm going to pick the Ravens over the Panthers. Rich upset right. special. Who? What you got cooking up? Oh, you you got something else. Yeah, uh, so I, I actually thought about picking the Ravens over the Panthers, but the fact that when I picked the when I picked the against the Panthers as a lock of the week, they turn around and beat Tampa Tampa Tom. That's what kind of gives me a uh, I don't want to get burned again by yep. by picking against the Panthers. So more than likely, yeah, I think Lamar Jackson can go down and get the win though. Okay. Uh, for my upset special, I, it was kind of hard to, to find a good one that I that I really liked. So one that kind of stuck out to me was the Cowboys over the Vikings. Wow. Uh, and and I, I go and you're I not the only one, Rich. Through. And I'm not I'm not thinking and and um uh it, it's just I mean it's one of those matchups. Yet the Vikings have been winning games and. 
but they've been winning them in improbable ways or finding or winning they they've been winning ugly they've been winning ugly and this could be a game where uh cowboys linebacker minka parsons micah parsons gets through that offensive line and gives uh kirk cousins some fits See if they'll actually let me look at this. Okay, so, and and I don't. I'm not blaming you at all. I think this is huge disrespect in a lot of ways. The Vikings are they're this they're one of the top two or three teams, and yet they're they're getting they're giving up a point and a half right now over the Cowboys. Hmm. And I think some of that has to do with the Cowboys being a national, a team that has a national following. How it, all the Vikings are, and it's probably, at home. Yeah, a lot of the Vikings fan base is centered around that Minnesota, North Dakota, Northern Iowa, a, up, yeah, Northern Iowa region. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, it is to me one of the biggest disrespects that I've seen in a long time, long time. All right, Mike. So, uh, who are you taking? Who are you putting on upset alert? Uh, I am actually going to put the Jets over the Patriots on upset alert. I I don't understand how this is an upset. Uh, a court, but again, the way we do our upsets, it's actually according to the. Um, the the picks pick differential mm-hmm. uh on yahoo but uh they're giving up three and a half to uh pittsburgh or to new england in new england i yeah, I, I, I yeah i like the pick it's a divisional game so you never know what's gonna happen and those two teams the for the jets it, it seems like everybody in that division wants to beat the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Whether the Patriots are, are down on their luck or kind of floating around 500 like they are this year or whether they're on their perennial playoff runs that they were on for so many years yep. with, with Tom Brady behind center. So, so yeah, I could see the team getting up and viewing this as this this could be our statement game. Let, let's get this one. Yep. Let, let's kick uh, – let's let's finally take advantage of the Viking – of the Pats while they're uh, – while they're vulnerable. So the Bears... All right, Mike. The Bears have to go down to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking at? Um, well, when we looked at the schedule during the preseason, I picked the Bears to win. So I'm going to stick with it. I'm not. Sooner or, la- sooner or later, the sooner or later, the... The offense that just the offense and the performance that Justin Fields is putting together has got to translate to a win. Um, so I'm going to stick with uh, what I said in the preseason, and hopefully, what I'm seeing on the field, they can finally get a win. And uh, the Falcons aren't—I think the Falcons are doing better than a lot a lot of people expected, but they're probably they're four. Their record is probably a reflection of how bad their division is right now, and getting a lot because a lot of their wins are against the teams within their division. 
Yeah, I I still think that uh, the the Bears haven't shown me anything that makes me believe yet. I I'm picking Atlanta. All right, Mike. So Thanksgiving, we got three games to pick for Thursday. Three games. Three games. So the first game, the early game, it will be on CBS. The Bills go out to Detroit. Who are you taking? Uh, by the way, the Bills stay in Detroit. We forgot to mention that uh, as the Bills game is being moved to Detroit for Sunday's game. Actually, for the last thing I heard on that was that they aren't, in fact, staying in Detroit. In between weeks, they actually will fly back to Buffalo for some reason to, to keep a normal routine and then go back to the Detroit like they normally would as if the game wasn't relo- relocated. Okay, I think I that's don't dumb, get it. I would but... think that you would just stay there. <clears throat> yeah. But it, it is a holiday. You never know what the players are wanting to know what the yep. what, what condition their house is in. Getting six feet of snow and the and the cold temperatures, but I got got I I, I got NFL kind of money. You know what I'm doing? Hey, get over here and make my make it so I can get in and out of my driveway. Yeah, and I'm sure that's the case too. But sometimes the sometimes the NFL players are a creature of habit, so they don't want to break up schedules either. Sure. Okay, who are you picking on this game? All right, uh, I'm going with the Bills. Yeah. All right. The afternoon game will be on Fox, where the New York football giants will go down to the Big D to take on the Cowboys. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Giants in this one. All right. That whole division, the 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 Giants are a strong team this year. That whole division is beaten up on each other. Uh, I'm pretty sure you had the Giants above, or you had the Giants just below the Cowboys in your power rankings. It's a divisional game. Anything can happen. They're both good teams this year. I'm going to pick the Giants. I'm going to go with the home team here as the Cowboys. Um, they won the first regular season matchup in the Meadowlands, so I think they can. Um, I don't. So I beating think a Cowboys team two times in a year is tough, Rich. It is. It is. I don't think the Cowboys can pull it off. Okay. Then the Thanksgiving snap of the week is the Vikings versus the Patriots. You're going to be stuffed from your dinner anyway. Why do you care? Who are you picking? I'm going to go with the Vikings. I agree. Vikings it is. Um, and I don't think we have any NFL news this week. Other than the, really. other than the fact that the... Uh, the Bills game will be played in Ford Field. So how, how do you feel about that one, Mike? Because I think football <laughs> gets played in the elements. Yeah. I... They said it wasn't going to be snowing during the game, but it was just going to be maybe a cold and windy. Okay. It's not about the play. Because the field, they can get the field fine. That's not where we're at. What you got to understand, Rich, <clears throat> and this is... This is the thing. It's the safety of the fans coming to the game. Yeah, and I can understand that. You got 15 tons of snow you have to deal with on the field. And you probably have 200 tons of snow to deal with in the parking lot. And then you got to get your guy, get the fans from the parking lot to your field. Or from the from their, their homes, their hotels... To the 
to the game. There's no good way to do it in a safe manner. I think it's the right call. I don't like it. We have watched. I mean, <clears throat> it's at least once a year, the Buffalo Bills say, hey, if you come shovel out our stands, we'll give you a free ticket to a game. Or they get something out of it. I, I don't know with, with the way NFL stadiums sell out, they could turn around and say, come shovel, you get a free ticket. But I'm sure I'm sure the fans are getting something out yeah, of it. Yeah, you get stuff out of it. It's a thing that Buffalo's used to. The hard part is, is that people travel for games. And so, yes, you are correct. Like, the Buffalo fans, those guys aren't going to have any problems. They're used to this. It's everybody else that's coming in town from Cleveland that won't quite be used to it. Cleveland doesn't get the same snowfall. Yeah, and they also said that they didn't want to divert city resources away from essential what what was needed to clear and make the city functional just to get a parking lot cleared out a parking lot and a stadium cleaned out and the roads that lead into the stadium to, yeah. to get people to the stadium too so i can get it um i think the bills get a big advantage going indoors instead of having to play out in the elements I... in this because i think the browns have a much better run game yep and in a close cold weather snowing game you're gonna want to run the ball and it doesn't seem like when your quarterback is your best running back that that's not a good recipe for for success if you're wanting to win a ball uh all almost a possession battle tell that to Mike the ball on the ground tell that to michael vick yeah Okay, and you can probably say the same about Lamar Jackson as well. Yeah, I I disagree with that, but but I understand your statement, and I'm, I'm not I don't disagree with your statement overall. But uh, yeah, it's I think they made the right call. I think it's going to be best for everybody. So, okay, uh, let's leave the gridiron and head to the diamond. As we Pete Rose wrote a letter to Rob Manfred apologizing for his behaviors. And asking to be reinstated into baseball. Thoughts? I, I've always kind of held the opinion that why why not reinstate him? Because it, by, by his numbers, he's a Hall of Famer. He, technically, where technically mm-hmm. Major League Baseball can does not keep him out of the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame chooses to keep him out of the Hall of Fame because Major League Baseball has a lifetime ban. But it is not the lifetime ban that keeps him out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so I've always thought that we why exactly why can't the Baseball Hall of Fame bring him in and not acknowledge what he did after after yeah. his playing career ended and not acknowledge his record as a coach. Yeah, I, and, I I don't disagree. I just it's one of those things that you have to you have to look at and you have to. Yeah, and and also with I mean I know that obviously if a if a player bets on the game that it, it's right there in the rules you cannot bet on games. 
but how much of the betting lines are talked about when they're broadcasting the games? There's there's sports the books in a lot of stadiums. Yep. And a lot of teams are their network is Bally Sports. Bally Sport Bally is a casino. No, I I totally agree in it. And that's that's the big problem right now is that the it, the MLB has has embraced the 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 betting world by storm and so i agree he deserves some leeway but here's the problem what's the point of a lifetime ban what's the point of a rule that says you are getting a lifetime ban he broke the rule correct yes he did he He admits that he broke the rule correct yeah he's admitted it he understood that if you break this rule you get a lifetime ban, correct? Yeah. Rich, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is it illegal for you to drive 100 miles an hour across the I-74 bridge? Yeah, it is. What happens if you do that? I'd certainly hope I get pull- pulled over. You get a ticket. You might. You probably lose your license for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. You... Let's say you choose to do that. You choose to drive 100 miles an hour over the I-74 bridge. When you get punished, do you say, well, I mean, yeah, I did it. And yeah, I deserve the punishment, but don't punish me. But using that analogy, the I, I guess a little bit of eventually in your little scenario your license would be suspended for a period of time and then you would probably get it back okay i mean we've but, gone through how many you, commissioners we've gone through how many commissioners through that time but what's the penalty for betting on sports or betting on baseball it's a lifetime ban by the way by the way if you want to make that argument that the it shouldn't be like whether or not it's a lifetime ban. How about how about shoeless Joe Jackson? That's a by the way, point. his life is over. He he's dead. The lifetime ban should no longer be in place, and he should get his just rewards. But does the commissioner come out and do anything about it? Not yet. If it's not come up as a veterans committee or he isn't, he hasn't been put on any sort of ballots that get voted on by the hall of fame members or hall of fame committees. So you're telling me someone who served his life sentence, his lifetime ban died. By the way, we've basically been able to prove shoeless Joe Jackson didn't do, didn't participate in the points of shaving. But he served a lifetime ban. And we're not up in arms to get him in the Hall of Fame, to get his, his records put back in the world. But you want to go to a guy who admits to the wrongdoing, knew what his punishment was going to be, and you want to let him back in the Hall of You want to let him back in baseball? I love Pete Rose. I think that the penalty is a harsh, is too harsh of a penalty. But he knew it when he went in. 
and he still chose to do what he did. All right. I, I can respect that argument. So in the out of it, maybe – so I think it probably will take a – he gets – It'll be his son probably accepting the honor on his behalf because it's probably not going to happen within his lifetime. I I don't know that it won't. I don't know that it won't. But I also I also wonder why aren't we putting? Uh, and that's a valid point. Why aren't you pushing for Shoeless Joe Jackson? Yeah, Shoeless Joe to get in as well on those same grounds. That well, he there's evident there's no concrete evidence that he participated in the point in the point shaving scandal of the black sock world series uh, and if he took any payments if he if there was any concrete evidence that that he was guilty of that but he was on that team and that and the guilty by association and the entire team got a lifetime ban and he served his lifetime ban that's what i'm saying he served his lifetime ban Run his grandkids serving their lifetime ban. Hashtag put Joe in. All right. Good argument, Mike. I, I, I can respect that. So the other news to come out of Elmobile that kind of applies to us as Cub fans is the Jason Hayward era is officially over. As we talked about at midseason, Jeb Hoyer came out and said, this is Hayward's last year. Yep. We're going to buy out his contract and give him his uncon his uh unconditional release at at the conclusion of the season and he's not going to come off the DL. Yep. So it's over. He'll be paid to think of what what is it 23 24 million dollars. I thought it was 24 or 25. Uh, one of those. 23 to 25 million dollars yeah. to play baseball for somebody else and he's got some deferred payments that'll I think he's He's on the Cubs payroll till like at least twenty seven or twenty eight. Yeah, it's dumb. Due to deferred payments, it's all gonna be dumb. It sucks. Hands it was training. worth it that we got a World Series out of it. But it did was, he contribute we, enough? The speech. That's all everybody can talk about. The speech and being a good clubhouse guy and winning some Gold Gloves, but okay. eventually the the numbers at the plate. Yeah, the numbers that the number his numbers at the plate are what kind of doomed him and kind of had the fan base turn against him, though. Okay, I mean, I, it's sad to see him go. I hope that he finds some place to land, and uh, I mean, the team needs to rebuild. They need to free up some money, and this isn't freeing up money, by the way. This is freeing up a roster spot. That's all it is. It doesn't free up any money. So we still have to pay those the the taxes and fees that we have to pay for him. So that sucks. Okay. All right, Mike. Uh, so the World Cup. Yep. So we the World Cup in Qatar. Uh, we are gonna see. I mean, this is probably our best U.S. team we've put forward. Forward likely to get out of the first round for the first time in a couple of decades. Um, are you excited, Rich? I, I just don't know how to feel about World Cup soccer. I've, I've never been a soccer fan watching it on TV, watching it during the – trying to watch it during the Olympics. Never really followed the World Cup. So maybe I'll watch. 
So but I, I really don't know, but I don't necessarily know have like a, that one team that I really want to see win. Yeah, win either. So so I'll... tomorrow Sunday at 10 a.m. Qatar plays Ecuador, and then Monday is when games really start. Um, I thought Fox has been hyping up how the USA they were going to have the USA's game first game on Sunday on the Fox main network. Uh, that's not what I'm seeing. Seeing Monday at 1 p.m. Hmm. Okay, maybe I'm misunderstanding the commercial. So, so do you have a team, Mike? Um, I you know what I. The team that my favorite player in uh, the um, in the Premier League, his team's not playing. So, um, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to pick France. I don't want to pick Brazil. Uh, they are the top two teams this year. They're likely going to be the where everything's coming from. Um, so I guess I'll go with Australia. Okay. Yeah, the only other team that really pops into my head of, of, of maybe the English, the England. The English England. team is decent. They're not as I mean, right now it's it's probably going to be it's going to be like Brazil, France, um, Argentina, England. I think is five, uh, and I I think Portugal is up there. Um, Look out for the Belgian team. That's a team that mm. you might want to look out for if you're putting a bet on it. They could they could surprise some people. All right. So we'll try and be especially with there not being much MLB news or news coming out of the other sports that we usually talk about like NASCAR and MLB. So we'll try and we'll try and uh work in some World Cup talk over the next couple of weeks and uh Especially once it gets a little bit closer to match play, to where you're getting you're getting into your semifinals and your finals. Ooh, Rich, like, you can watch you, games uh, all day on Thanksgiving. Well, not all day, four a.m. to one p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Who needs uh, the Who needs to watch a parade? Watch you. Uh, watch either watch Portugal versus Ghana. Watch that on Thanksgiving Day. You can. So, Mike, you you put in here: Is Qatar going to hurt global football due to no booze? Okay, so this is more of a joke, but um, Qatar has announced that they are not allowing alcohol sales in the stadiums. Uh, you are allowed in your private, your private only suites to have some beer um but and and qatar has lightened up some of their rules and is allowing alcohol to be served around the area in very specific locations now the reason i put this out there people in england people most of the European countries are used to drinking beer while watching the game. Is it going to hurt it? No, not at all. I'm just bringing it. It's it's just a funny story. 
Yeah, it, it is odd because before they were saying, yeah, we will allow alcohol sales, but there it's going to be in non-prominent areas within the stadium. Yeah. And you can you can only buy and consume alcohol while the match is going on, not before the game, not not after the game. Yep. You're certainly not going to take it out of the stadium with you. Yeah. Um so I guess uh you could see Anheuser-Busch is a main big sponsor of they the World sent, Cup. They sent they sent they sent like I something like uh, uh, like 500 gallons or something. <clears throat> and it never and they got told nope you can't uh, a th- 5000 gallon I don't know something some ridiculously high number. Yeah. So so uh the, the, there will be Budweiser Zero. Okay. Bud Zero available for sale. Um so I don't I don't know. I mean if anything it shows that the the country of Qatar did not want to sacrifice their values. And I'm okay with to, that. To to meet the to meet the, the to fall into pressure from the from this big event that they're hosting to sell alcohol. Yep. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about the mass singer. If you don't want to know about it. Have a good week. Okay. All right. All right. So, Mike, it was Hall of No, that wasn't Hall of Fame night. It was Roast Night. Comedy Roast Night. Roast Night. Yeah. Comedy Roast Night. Yep. And um, so it saw John Lovitz giving clues as a roast. As a kind comedian. of a roast master, I guess. As a kind of a roast master. And you had Drew Carey come back on to present the the winner of the night yep uh so mike um you had the snowflake the, the snowflake snowflake did well next episode yep snowflake did well yeah i i liked it i um, did not like either of the other two all right i i didn't mind i didn't mind the bride the, the bridezilla um who was the first one eliminated that night after singing white wedding and it was um Chris wrestling G- wrestling entertainer Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I mean it was an average performance. I mean, he wasn't that good. I didn't yeah. think he was that good. He he did a good job of playing it off like he was a rock and roller. I did not think he was that good. All right, and Mike, the other the losing in the battle was the avocado. Who was the avocado, Mike? Uh, Adam Correa, Adam Corolla, Corolla, Adam Corolla, yeah, podcaster, comedian. podcaster, former host of the the Man, Man show. show, the Man Show on Comedy Central, and um, now does Love Line. Yeah, um, one of the hosts. I of think the that's been canceled Love too, Line. hasn't it? I think so. Yeah, that show was. Oh, it was. Mm. Yeah, for me, it almost looks seems like when the less elaborate the costume, that person's not going to be on the show very long. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I either way, it wasn't that great. Um, no, neither one of the neither one of them did that great. This last group has been the worst group that we've seen uh, this entire season uh, so far. Yeah, the Snowflake really is the has. only person that's been worthwhile. 
I'm sorry, who? The Snowflake. I don't think anybody else deserves uh, to go group, to the yeah, semifinals. I'm saying since since the since last week when we had our group three. Um, yeah, the Hall of Fame night was bad. That was really disappointing. Yeah. Great so. people to get on the show, but their singing performance wasn't the best. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, Rich, people are watching us on Facebook. They want to take Rich, us if you're on the road. On, if, you, if you've made it all the way through, hats off to you. Because it's, uh, it's 12.24 Central Time. They might be watching later. They could be. They could so, be. If you're watching live, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody's watching live. We, we've had a few people pop in here and there. Uh, nobody, nobody's stayed long. Okay, Rich, they're watching on Facebook. They want to know, uh, they want to listen to us on their car, on their daily commute. What should they do? Uh, look us up on wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, um, Anchor.fm, <clears throat> and um, anywhere else. Yep. Search for Balls and Sticks. Look and for us. Uh, you'll find a picture of us looking like we're swinging baseball bats in tuxedos. Uh, so, Mike, they're listening to us in podcast land, and they. So, can you give them a couple ways that they can interact with the show? So, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash balls and sticks, uh, where you can watch the show live, get, uh, get the notifications on when we go live. Uh, or um, you can. Check us out on Facebook.com slash fans of Balls and Sticks to participate in our poll questions. We also share the show, so it is live on there as well uh, as we do it. Rich, they don't want to watch us on the Facebook. Where should they go? Um, you can also find us on the YouTube. Yep. And uh, I think we got to give a shout-out because uh, somebody put a – somebody posted on our wall on the Facebook page, Fans of Balls and Sticks. Uh, a Mr. Jim Pearson. Yeah, Jim Pearson. He's a friend Jim of mine Pearson. from the Quad Cities. He actually uh, has a, uh, a hot air balloon, and he's a guy that uh, I knew for a bunch of years. Um, good guy. Great guy. Jim, so, yeah. thanks for um, participating. So, Mike, I know this. we were doing this show really late at night for both us. Uh, did we Do we have any reaction or comment shout-outs on live video before we uh, give our shout-outs and uh, we do not. hold the out? We do not. Okay. So um, reason that one of the reasons that we're doing this show on Friday night, um, um, I had a family get-together to go to out in uh, for my Uncle Steve's birthday. So uh, happy 70th to Uncle Steve. Um, yeah, and then we're going up to Minneapolis to hang out with – family for uh our thanksgiving so <clears throat> okay rich what should i do now mike go ahead and roll that outro broadcasting live from somewhere in iowa this is balls and sticks the podcast with your hosts mike and rich <laughs>